Hello and welcome back to Uniquely Created. I'm Chrissy and I'm glad you're joining me for Mindflow Monday. Now we've talked a lot about waiting. And generally most people don't wait well. If you do, maybe you can wait for me. I'm just not one of those people who waits well. My inner jersey kicks in and I just want to get the show on the road. So whether it be that I'm ready to go and my children's shoes have suddenly gone missing or I'm just waiting to find out what's next, I pretty much suck at the waiting game. I was talking to one of my favorite people the other day about how we generally don't wait well even though we know that in the waiting season God often wants to teach us something. She said, well, maybe it's that we just need more patience. I said, I don't really want to learn patience. It's not something I'm interested in learning. I mean, there are several things I would like to learn, like contouring, for example. That's something I'm interested in learning. If I can make my face look thinner without actually having to cut down on the amount of chocolates I currently consume, I'm all for it. But patience? Can I learn something else? And that might be why I'm often in a position of waiting, because I haven't gotten it yet. But I have a question for you. I want you to think about it honestly. Have you ever gotten tired of waiting for something? Where you just gave up and moved on to the next thing? What about when it comes to God? How good are you on waiting for God's promises? On a word that he's given you? Or do you get frustrated and lose faith? As much as I may not like to admit it, I'm not the spring chicken that I once was. So one story from the Bible that's resonated with me, in the past few years especially, is the story of Zechariah and Elizabeth. Because it shows us that our age doesn't make things unavailable. Their story starts off really well. Luke 1 verses 5 through 6 says, In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all of the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. Nice, right? I mean, that's a good intro. But then we get to verse 7. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. If I'm Elizabeth, I'm thinking these are not the most life-giving words. Other places in the Bible, it speaks of gray hair being a crown of glory. That's poetic. Here... She's old and barren. Awesome. But as we know is often the case, the story doesn't end here. Zechariah was burning incense in the temple of the Lord when an angel appeared. Verses 12 through 14 say, And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call him John. And you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. So some things to note here. Zechariah was scared when he saw him. Often we think of angels as being the sweet-faced things we see on Christmas decorations, but they're actually pretty intimidating. And when an angel appeared, like, you should take note. So Zechariah didn't just encounter a sweet little woman in a robe with wings. He encountered Gabriel, who was sent with the pretty important message. Second, the angel told him their prayers had been heard. They wanted children, prayed for children, and had been going without answer to their prayer. Have you ever been there where you pray and hope, but just continue to wait? And from his response, we see that while Zechariah had been praying, he was probably starting to doubt that it could happen. 
In verse 18, Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I'm an old man, and my wife is well along in years. Remember her? Old and barren. Valid question, right? And we see the answer in verses 19 through 20. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. And we know it happened. Their son was John the Baptist. But Zechariah felt how many of us have felt at one point. We continue to pray, to hope. But we worry, did our time pass? Did we miss our chance, or maybe it was never meant to be? We list the reasons why it can't be instead of believing in the power of the God who says it can be, even when we hear the promise, even when we get the yes. Sometimes in the wait, we grow from impatient to unbelieving, so that even when the answer we've been praying for comes, we doubt. That's why we need to remember that God is a God of promises, that he is a God who answers. It may not be in our timing, but he does answer. Sometimes his answers are no, sometimes they're yes, sometimes they're not yet. So don't lose heart, don't stop praying, and remain faithful, because God does. And his promises don't have an expiration date, so don't try to put one on them. Thanks for joining me today. Remember, you can always find more Uniquely Created on Facebook or Instagram. And if you know someone who you think would like this podcast, pass it on. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon.